This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Puelas Kwesas taught us there by Louis Vega, bringing us to 47 minutes after 7 on this here Power Weekend Breakfast with me, Nompumelelo Ngubeni. Oftentimes, you know, we talk about um, the end product, and I'm referring here to a process of making wine, right? Uh, you'll talk about whether it's a red blend, a Pinot Noir, Blah, 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 blah. But we don't talk about the grapes that actually go into uh, these wines. And especially not to the farmers uh, behind um, these grapes. We are joined in studio by Prezi Dlamini, who's an entrepreneur and grape farmer. Prezi, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. And it's a very, very beautiful morning here in Johannesburg. (laughs) It's really, really stunning. Now, I understand that there are five major regions uh, growing table grapes in South Africa, and the three largest being Orangeburg, Orange rather, Berg, and Hex River regions, and uh, grapes from the northern province and the valleys of the Orange and Olifants rivers dominate uh, in the early table grape regions. I don't know how you even thought about grape farming, especially because um, it, it's not necessarily a popular thing amongst black people, right? And especially not amongst women. Still not, yeah. It's, it, tell us about how you got started in, in, in it. You know, um, I, I love to always sensationalize a lot of things, yeah. you know, I say, um, because I believe that you, um, you don't always... You can plan what you want to do, mm. but your calling always, you know, Locates draws you. you. Exactly. Um, and I think um, it's a very important time at this moment uh, in time for women, you know, that um, we are being highlighted um, for the things that we've been doing before and um, we've been given a platform. And rightfully so within the Western Cape where I come from. Um, in the winelands, mm. that um, people understand that the time for inc- being inclusive um, to you know to women and especially to black women and to obviously even black people for that matter is here um, mm. and uh, because all of us contribute to the economy economy of this com- of this country, mm. so. Um, it's amazing that you get to be exposed to such diverse sites, you know, mm. of, of, of growing grapes. But it is a daunting process. I don't want to lie to you. Um, I think for me, what has been a bit more easier transition to the farming community or to the farming space is because I was born from KZN ah. and we farmed with sugar cane. Ah, um, right. and, um, and so it made it easier for me to, you know, when you talk about cultivating the land. You know exactly what that means. You know, you, you know the drill, yeah. you know, and, and it's something that you've been doing at a very young age. Sure. You know, you've, you've seen people working and you also you've, you know, carried that sugar cane and planted with them and hoi that manure in there. Um, so, so no, it's, it's, it's something that I think for me and I think my teammate as well, because obviously the company that I, I, I work for or I'm part of is, is a women-owned business. Mm. And um, and my, my colleagues as well, they, they're coming from the farming community. So so for us, it's something that it's in, it's in us, yeah. So, I mean, coming from a KZN, I would have thought that umkombo is more your thing <laughs> than wine. <laughs> 
Trust me. You know, I only learned how to make mpomote after my mom passed on. And you're like, okay, now I'm seven the guy. So, one of them come like, you know, you read the back of the pack. Yeah. Okay, how do we make it? I need to follow these steps. Okay, so I mean, it's not umkomboti, but um, then deciding, okay, uh, having, you know, grown up in, in a family that um, mm. farmed sugarcane, mm. did you just grow an, a natural love then for farming and then went on to study? I understand that you studied a, a BA Agri degree yes. at uh, Elsenberg yes. yeah. Cape Institute. Yeah. Um, so you went on to study and then after that decided, all right, uh, grape farming is it? No, you know, I, this is one of the things, as I said, you know, your faith locates you sure. wherever you are. And uh, back then in 2004, I didn't know that I was going to be where I am now. Mm. Trust me, I am there's, there's very little knowledge of that. Um, and it's only when you, you trust God and you trust that, you know what, he's going to pave a way for you and you're going to get to where you need to get to. Mm. So 15 years later, I think for me, it has just been that. Um because when I was doing metric, uh, the Department of Agriculture back then was running, you know, the pilot program where they would go into uh, schools because uh, I was born and bred in Mpangin. Mm. So we were going to schools and they will pick these students that obviously were top performing. Mm. And they'll say, you know what, we will fund your bursary uh, studies, um, but you can study anything in agriculture. So you can choose anything. Mm. So for me, I was very much drawn into winemaking when I saw uh, this presentation of these young men stamping the grapes with their feet. I was like, oh, that's fun. <laughs> um, at that time, I didn't also think that, what would my parents say? Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, T- trust me, when you grow up in a Christian community, uh, family, drinking wine is, is. Yes. I say to my kids, even still now, when I go home with a bottle of wine, I, I drink it out of the coffee mug. To date. Yes, to date. It, guys, it, out of the coffee mug, I drink. But that's out of respect. Yeah. Um, obviously, my kids right now, they grow up, you know, we're having dinner, we have a bottle of wine sure. on the table. They, they can they even pronounce the names, like oh, Shiraz or Shannon. Because you teach them these can things. Can they tell the difference by taste? The, no, 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 not, not yet. yet. Not yet. <laughs> okay, they're still very young, yeah? They, oh, my son so is 11, so, okay. so once sure. he grows up a bit more, then sure. we can uh, introduce him to tasting it. But for now, they can just pronounce the names. Mm. And um, But I think because it's something that I said to myself, then I educate my own kids mm. into learning the space that I've, I'm, I'm in so that they can understand sure. what it is. But um, but for me, the fascination was what I saw. Mm. And because of obviously the embedded, um, uh, you know, tenacity inside of me that, you know, I, I wanted to achieve this and this ambitious nature that I have, then I was like, I'm going to do this. Um, I'm not saying that it was not challenging. It was hard. Mm. It was the hardest three years of my life when I had to go through that degree moment. Um, and also doing all of that in a language you don't understand, which was Afrikaans. Afrikaans. So, so I mean, now you're telling a tale, but it, it's been hard. And farming on its own is hard because mm. you're dealing with mother nature. Mm. Which is unpredictable. Which is very much unpredictable. With the advent of um, global warming as well, compounded exactly, by that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And also, you know, everything behaves differently. You know, mm. wine is made out of different uh, varieties, different cultivars, we call it. And and all of them behave in a different way mm. from growing them to how you handle these grapes in the cellar. It's all different. And your job as a, a winemaker or as I'll call it an artist, because, you know, we create this masterpiece, which is a, an amazing bottle, you know, or product. Um, you have to understand how it behaves mm. so that you know how to, to take care of it and handle it. I always say to people, it's like, 
bring up a child. Mm. You know, all the you, have, you can have as many kids as you as you can have, but all of them behave differently. Mm. So you've got to know as a mother how to take care of this one, take care of this one, take care of this one, so that you can bring out the best out of them. Sure. It's the same. And so you went on to become the first uh, black woman um, to be uh, the Cape Winemakers Guild uh, protege. And you were mentored by some of the industry's grades. And yeah. I'm, I'm sure that gave you um, a lot of exposure to industry standards as yeah. well as different wine farms. And after completing that uh, program in 2011, you secured your first full-time job at Distel. And now you've gone on to have your own uh, brand of wine. Yeah, yeah. What was that journey like? What is your wine called? Yeah. Where do we find it? What <laughs> kind of ra- all of it? Tell oh us my all goodness! And just just of time, so many questions. Um, but um, you know, I I will always, you know, be grateful of the platform I was afforded. Yeah. And I mean, even till today, mm. um, because. Working amongst it, it was. It's always daunting when you work amongst big people, you know. Uh, let alone when you also say, "What am I gonna say? What, what, what am I gonna say?" You know, it, before the event or before you're gonna meet them, you Google what happened sure. in their life so that you can have something to say. Right. Um, but eventually, I think looking back now, you created a network for yourself. Mm. And and where I'm at in the company that I have with my team, it's all about collaborating and networking and keeping the relationships. Mm. And thinking back to how my life has been, it's actually been that all the time. And um, to landing a job at Distel now Heineken, um, I think it was a very good exposure for me because mm. then it sort of like moves you to the next level. Because remember, when you work with these amazing uh, winemakers in the, in the Cape, they all work with small farms. Mm. So it's all about intensive work, but you know, you it's, you create a very amazing bottle of, of something. Sure. Um, but when you get into Distel, you're moving into like sort of like a factory. Yeah. Where the things, commercial aspect. Exactly. Mm. So, so you've got to learn different aspects in the business for you to be able to make it. Mm. Um, and, and I think as I, as I spoke earlier about the foundation and layering all of that, all of that, all of those things literally were leading to where I am now. Right. Because, I mean, we've got an amazing uh, brand called Her Wine Collection. Her Wine. Yes. Mm. And that wine is literally, it's, it's a celebration of the journey us as women have traveled. Mm. And also it's a celebration of the space we hold. Um, and and rightfully so that, you know, after we've been given this platform or taken it or whatever one person can say, we're making use of it. Mm. We're not just sitting back and say, oh, what do we do now? Mm. No, we, we, we grab each and every opportunity mm. we, we get afforded. So, so her one collection is celebrating that and also celebrating talent. Um, because there's a lot of women out there that are talented. You don't need to only be talented in winemaking or whatever, but in any space you hold, I mean, including yourself. So everything that you do, we're celebrating that you are holding that position down and you're making sure that it's a, you're giving Good. it the wow. best what you can. Yeah. Um, and so the wines are available, obviously, nationwide. And Woolworths obviously has given us also another opportunity Amazing. to keep this wine. So everyone can go to Woolworths and grab themselves Amazing. a bottle. Um, or you can also visit our website at www.herwinecollection.co.za to actually get yourself some nice range of wines. And you can also follow us on Instagram um, at Her Wine Collection and on Facebook as well. And tell us about the different um, types of wine that you offer. 
So we have four different wines at the moment mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, you grow very small. The brand is only two and a half years old. Yeah. So, you know, a terrible two, hey? It's <laughs> very, very, in a very different way. <laughs> so we're trying to, to keep it steady, you know. So so uh, we've got four wines available, which is a Sauvignon Blanc and a Chenin Blanc and a white wine. Mm. And obviously, I mean, now it's spring and it's summer. Like, come on. Yes. Chill it the in the Chenin's. fridge and then ha- enjoy yourself mm. a glass. And then also we have a Pinotage, which is obviously the very South African own mm. and uh, celebrating that history and celebrating that heritage and uh, Ashiraz as well which is really nice and bold but uh, yet very nice and you're able to enjoy it so I mean as I said there's a variety of wines that it caters for everyone you don't have to be a woman to enjoy it though you can anyone can enjoy the wines yeah her wines are by Prezi Damini, who is a grape farmer and entrepreneur there. Um, I cannot wait to go get a, a bottle from Willie's after this. And I'll definitely be getting a, yeah. a white. You're right. The the weather is uh, primed for a white uh, a chilled one. Yeah. Thank you so much. No, and, thank you. you know, I hope that young girls who are listening, tuning in, are mm. inspired by mm. your story. Yeah. Um, I mean, you highlighted the difficulty of it, but also the joy. Yeah. Right, the joys at the when you get to a point where you have your own product in your hands. Thank you very much, and all the best. No, thank you very much for the space. Praise it, Lamini, the entrepreneur and grape farmer. You've been listening to a Power ninety eight point seven podcast. For more podcasts, visit power nine eight seven dot co dot za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.